Welcome back to another episode of Two Guys, One Campfire. I am Eric. And I am Ryan. And you can check out our Facebook page uh, under the same name. And on there we have all the links to all of the possible ways to listen to our podcast, from Spotify to Amazon to whatever. Buzzsprout, iHeartRadio. All right, so check us out. Today's, Give us a quick listen. Today's episode, we're going to keep it a little light today. We're going to do interesting traditions and rituals. Now, if, if anybody knows any that we missed, because this is going to be a, a nice, quick, lighthearted one, um, write it down in the comments. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Maybe we don't know any of these. So we're just going to go through our weird traditions and rituals. So the one I one of the ones I found is of course I'm going to butcher the name, uh, but it's the Satiri Mawe tribe. It's in the Amazon rainforest in Brazil. Boys are not considered men until he can withstand the sting of a bullet ant. However, it's not just one. Now the sting of a bullet ant is considered among the most painful stings in the entire insect world. These boys have to put a glove on both hands that are full of bullet ants. And they have to dance around for a, a certain amount of time. And if until they can do this without crying, without shedding a single tear, they're not considered a real man. Wow. Now... This isn't. Are you thinking what would be the most? Would you get stung as a kid? A bee, uh, a bee wasp, wasp. That shit hurt. That and that's hurt. nothing. Uh, yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Scorpion. Nothing. Nothing compared to a bullet ant. And they can't cry once. Can't shed one tear. There's actually videos online. There is a guy. I don't remember his name. I'm sorry, but he purposely stings himself with insects that have, are considered the most painful. And he rates it. And I remember seeing his video where he did the bullet ant, and he this guy was in absolute agony on one sting. And these people, these young men in this tribe, have to have gloves filled with them and dance, and dance around, around purposely. purposely to shedding a tear. Wow. wow. And they're not considered a man until they can do it without shedding a tear. That's terrible. Absolutely, dude. What else you got? All right, this one was uh, mentioned by one of our listeners named Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. The blood eagle. This was a method of ritual execution. Is it like Norse Celtic? This was through the Vikings. Viking, okay, so up there. Now, it's legendary because apparently, according to the sagas, it was... Only done twice. However, the method of a blood eagle was the victims. Oh, this gets gruesome. So this does get gruesome. So if you're a little squeamish, maybe you want to fast forward. But these victims were placed in a prone position. Their back was sliced open. Their ribs were severed from their spine with a sharp tool and their lungs were pulled out through the opening in the back in the back to create a pair of wings 
And according to Vikings, from what research I was able to find, you would not make it to Valhalla if you cried. Valhalla for the Vikings was, was basically yeah, heaven. So yeah, you had to have your back cut open, your ribs broken, your lungs pulled out, and yeah, don't be a bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I'm not going to Valhalla. I'm, I'm good. You, hopefully you die before all that stuff happens. Yes, yeah, so therefore I wouldn't be screaming. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. Who has seen has seen this in in some movies, usually the, the gangster movies, where uh, somebody pour, pours a liquid out, you know, pouring some out, uh, pouring out one for the homies. Mm-hmm. Liquid pouring in the memory of those that have passed. Okay. This actually dates back over 3,000 years ago. Wow. The ancient Egyptians, Greeks, and Romans did this ritual. And give reverence to the ones who have deceased. Wow. Yes. Like ashes to ashes. Yeah. And you celebrate one, wow, who passed on. I had no idea. I mean, I'm familiar with seeing it in, like, movies that had, like, you know, gangs and or just, you know, People just showing reverence and in, in memory of a friend pouring some liquor out on the ground. It's like, oh, that's cool. No, it's actually a, over 3,000 years old. While giving reverence to somebody you passed on. Even traditions like how you prepare the body. Mm. Some people have traditions where you only bury the body. Mm-hmm. Some traditions have it where you cremate. Yep. Or like on a pyre, religious pyre, like a, a wood, a lot of... Or Viking funerals on the boats. On the boat with the pyre. Yep. With their loved ones or belongings. And then a burial even way back with the ancient times with the pharaohs getting buried. And then you have um, getting set out into the sea sometimes. So the weird traditions of just giving reverence to ones who have passed is a weird tradition. Each culture has their own. Mm. Some people probably don't, don't. Judge me on this. I think some eat the deceased. It's funny you mention that. Uh, one of them that I found, uh, at least a Jewish tradition, when someone dies, the body is to be wrapped in a plain linen shroud, and the clothes and coffin are to be simple in order to make sure that the poor do not receive less honor in death than the rich. Yep. Now, since you mentioned the... Uh, there's a lot more to it than that, but... Oh, abso- absolutely. There is definitely a lot more detail to that. In the... So, since you mentioned regarding the body... Yep. Now, I know I'm going to butcher this. There's another tribe that's in Brazil and Venezuela. I believe it's pronounced the Yanom... Uh, yeah, I'm going to butcher this. The Yanomami tribe? Yeah, Yanomami. Sounds like Yanomami. The tradition forbids, forbids keeping any of the body parts of the dead. So, the body is burned, bones are crushed and added to the ashes, and given to family members, then it is consumed. Consumed? Ingested. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, that's not the apple pie I want. Bro. No. But totally respect it's to your... inherit the spirit and the body of, okay. Totally respect your traditions. 
but yeah, uh, no. not for me. No. In Madagascar, if you don't know where Madagascar is, it is an island off the coast of southeastern Africa. Most people know it from the cartoon. Very, very true. The zebras and whatnot. The uh, Famadahana, every five to seven years, they dig up the dead so that family members can sing, drink, and dance with them. Do you know what that reminds me of? A lot of? What's that? Mardi Gras. Very true. That reminds me a lot of a version of Mardi Gras, a celebration of the dead. Very true. The, uh, the Maasai tribe, M-A-A-S-A-I tribe, in Kenya and Tanzania, mm-hmm. they spit on one another while greeting their friends. Don't spit on me. So welcome to my house. <laughs> now that's disgusting. I'm sure it's like a little spittle because you do it so much. Quite possibly. You know what that could show? I hate to say this. Maybe it shows that I have enough hydration <laughs> to have this conversation with you because it's such a such desert. Such an arid area. Yeah. I don't know. No, don't spit on me. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Wait till Corona hits. Uh, right? As long as you're wearing a mask. You're not greeting me properly. <laughs> spit in your mask. The Navajo tribe. Oh. In the Navajo tribe, it is a tradition that the first time a baby laughs, the family will throw a party. Cool. I like that. And the person who made the baby laugh provides the food. See, I would probably make babies laugh because, one, they think I'm funny looking. Or two, they think I'm funny. You better be a farmer, bro. I might. might, You have to be bringing a lot of food. Never said what to bring. <laughs> bring a bag of jelly beans. Everybody gets one. <laughs> I like jelly beans. You get one. Sweet. What color do you want? Um, orange. Okay. I know everybody hates the black ones, but I like. I'll, I'll take that if that's all the left. But I prefer orange. <laughs> jelly beans. Hell yeah. Weird traditions. Totally. All right, talk about weird traditions. Jelly beans maybe think of Easter and the tradition of the Easter bunnies trying to celebrate a resurrection of Jesus. Correct. Right? And oh, the Easter egg is supposed to represent the egg rolling away from the cave and all this stuff. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's a joke. Why does the Easter bunny hide its eggs? I have no idea. So no one finds out he's fucking the chicken. But I'm... So, why do you get Easter bunnies? Oh, it's supposed to represent the reproduction and the population. I, really? You're going to stretch it that far to make Jesus into an Easter bunny? Really? I still do Easter with my kids because it's fun. To, Hell yeah, go find the eggs. still might go to church on Easter Sunday. Hell yeah. What, are you kidding me? Really? It's like with a Christmas tree at Christmas. I understand it. I get where it's coming from. Yep. I still participate in that, but I don't wish worship the tree no. to get gifts. No. Around the year 1066-ish. Wasn't that the great fire of England? 
Quite possibly because William the Conqueror introduced the custom to the UK. Now, obviously, he's a conqueror, so he invaded the UK. But people would leave their homes and move to a summer home to aid in the grape harvest. Due to the vacating of their usual home, this custom was given a name. Vacation. Huh. So vacation was kind of invented, kind of, around the year 1066. And that's why when people are on vacation, what did they usually partake in? Alcoholic beverages. You got it. <laughs> Bring on the Moscato, bro. Hmm. William the Conqueror. Thank you for vacationing. Um, also, different traditions of uh, people getting married or childbirth. They have uh, wedding ceremonies that are different cultures. Yes. Um, some follow their cultures and participate accordingly. Um, some with birthing, like you said, with a newborn, first person to make it laugh. There's different cultures. Yeah, absolutely. And different celebrations of it. And I feel like in one of our previous episodes of the too much of the celebration at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't need to celebrate preschool. I don't need to celebrate kindergarten. I don't no. need to celebrate first grade. I High school. I understand getting recognition in that yes. class. Oh, I was first in art, okay, in my school, or I was valedictorian. I get it. Seems kind of an odd tradition. Yeah. Oh, he's special. He's different. But different traditions are fading away, like... Oh, you got any more? Uh, yeah. I have one that uh, Ryan and I have not discussed. I Uh-oh. heard this on a different podcast, and I had to look into it for myself. And this is... Oh. Yeah. I wanted to see his unadulterated... I wish we had a camera. Sorry we're not there yet. But uh, there's a ritual by the Sambia tribe in Papua New Guinea. Uh, this, uh, this starts with boys between the ages of 6 and 10 and compromises of six stages. Oh, boy. Oh, hold on. Papua New Guinea yes. is in the um, Polynesians. I believe so. Near uh, Philippines and New Guinea, Papua New Guinea, yes. Australia, New Zealand, those group of islands up there. Yes. You're okay. I don't understand the fascination with boys. Okay. Between the ages of 6 and 10. Yes. Six, go ahead. Uh, they are a tribe that drinks semen to turn boys into men. No. Yes. No. Uh, so. Now, is it animal semen? Because I heard that sometimes Red Bull, there's a rumor with Red Bull having, that's not right though. Uh, no. No, they actually, they oh, start oh with inserting a cane stick into the nostrils of the child until they profusely bleed 
This is apparently to remove the mother from the child. That's breaking the sinus cavity. Yes. And then they will additionally perform the act of fellatio and ingesting the semen of the older men and boys. And they adhere to this notion that all men have eaten the penis. And if they do not perform this ritual, they cannot become a man. And this can go on for up to 10 plus years. Oh my God. That's the start. Why'd you have to say that? <laughs> I heard this on another podcast. One of the you biggest... had to bring it up on this one. Absolutely. Because that is fucked up, dude. Ryan is currently burying his face in his arm and going that, for a walk. That, that's going over there. He you is. That right there. You think of another topic. You think of another topic. Maybe I'll join in. <laughs> I don't want to know where this is going. Where's the segue on this next topic? Go. I stay right here. Go. How do you segue from? We could talk about the Vatican. <laughs> okay. All right. Now I'm back. Good choice. The Vatican. All right. Here we go. I don't have any notes. No, I'm not going to go there. But I'm we could go, go there eventually. <laughs> that was disturbing in so many levels. That you brought me back to. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I mean, there's some traditions out there that make no sense, but that one, that's just fucking mind-blowing. All right, all right. When you go and you, you eat the the body of Christ and drink the blood of Christ. Yep, wine right. and a okay. wafer. Yep. Right. That's tradition. Tradition is it called cannibalism because you're eating the... Eating and eating the body and drinking the blood. Right, I had a segue out of it. You brought Roman thing. I just thought of a weird <laughs> tradition that it was like cannibalism. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Don't even try to think of a different weird tradition that you can think of. And there's, as far as I know, there's nothing, there's nothing that tops that. I mean, I believe it was the Spartans. They would take the newborn and any it, defects. They would leave it in the woods overnight, alone. Oh, so yeah. And the, if the baby five. survived, it was worthy of being a Spartan and yep. growing up in their in their culture. If there's any defects, they throw it over the cliff and yep. all that stuff. Yep, they throw it in the river. The lions. Do we have human sacrifice? Yeah, rip the heart out, and some cultures would eat the heart. Yes. Ew. I keep eating ingesting of human flesh. Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, unless it's cow. Yes, it's human flesh. Yeah, unless it's cow or pig I, I don't, or fish. I don't okay. want to eat a person. Here's some weird tradition. In India, okay. the cow it's sacred. is sacred. You cannot have beef. There's no have beef. beef in India. Of course, there may be a select few restaurants for the tourists to enable them to have their beef. Mm-hmm. But the cow is sacred. Like, you wouldn't eat dog over here. Correct. What they do in China. Right. So. Which is crazy. But that's their tradition, not ours. That's a weird tradition. Yeah. That is a weird tradition. And I believe it is Spain. They have a thing that they jump over newborns. 
Oh, I know about this one. I believe it's for good luck and prosperity and health. Yeah. Uh, there's a tradition. I don't know how often it's practiced now, but in Germany, new not not newlyweds, but the engaged couple that was due to be married, they would have a party, and you know, family and friends were there, and the family and friends would then take dishes, glasses, or what have you, and smash them. Yeah, there's a lot of traditions that have that. Shatter them, and they they would then force the couple to clean it all up. Well, I don't know about that one. So congratulations on getting married. Clean up my shit. That's what you're gonna have to get used to for the rest of your life. And that's the point of that to show them that of the struggle and sometimes the messes that have to be cleaned up are best cleaned up together. Yeah, exactly. Little things like that. Uh, so if anybody can think of any other. Weird traditions. Anything small. Small, um, big. Even a family tradition. Yeah, do you have any traditions in your family? Do you guys do anything specific in the summer? Like for Christmas. My family always used to open up our stockings first. Yes. Okay? Some people told me that they open up their stockings last. Hmm. Now, I thought that was a weird tradition. But I respect that. I was like, that's actually really freaking cool. It's different. That's a weird tradition. They're speaking of Christmas and stockings in my family. Uh, half of my family comes from Belfast, Northern Ireland, and the tradition in the stocking is outside of any kind of gifts, toys, or what have you, there is always a piece of fruit and a coin, huh. which gives you uh, luck okay. and uh, good health and good fortune, a.k.a. money, yep. in the coming year. See, that's a cool tradition I didn't know about until just now, and yeah. I like that. It certainly hasn't fucking worked for me, but hey, keep doing it, Grandma. But I you love know, it. You know what, though? It's the sentiment. It's a family. So if anybody's got any family traditions, Hell please yeah, comment. Anything small like that. Um, Do you guys get together for certain meals at a certain time of year? You celebrate, you know, anything. I totally want to hear the cool shit. Do you have your family get-togethers at a giant cluster? Like, three of your family members have a birthday party, like, around Christmas, and you have a a cluster where you all get together for that one event, no matter... Like a family reunion? Yeah. As I remember as a kid, he learned hearing about family reunions, but my family always lived nearby, so we didn't have to worry about that. Your family reunions when you visited them? When we visited together, you know, every couple of months. But there's some families scattered all across the country. Yeah. And there's once, maybe twice a year, they're like, hey, let's meet, meet in Austin. Yeah. Because it's halfway from everybody. Yeah. So is that something you guys do? We'd love to hear from you. We want to hear what your odd traditions or weird rituals, or perhaps you found something online that you thought was interesting. Um, I don't have any weird traditions, per se. Some people have weird clicks, weird ticks, like they have to turn the doorknob like three times before opening it mm. or they have to flick the light switch on and off a certain amount of times that's not what we're talking about no okay that's like an ADD we're talking always having to toss the salt over your shoulder when you spill it yeah keep the spirits Super, superstitious superstition yeah why is 13 um, considered a bad number because of I know what happened there what's that um the Knights Templar got hunted down by, I think it was the, one of the popes. 
Oh, really? On 1313, October 13, 1313. No shit. Yeah. I did not know that. I learned something today. That's why 13 was so bad because they were fighting for the Pope and they turned him back. Huh. It was the Teutonic Knights in Europe after they fought in the Crusades. They went up to the Teutons hmm. and they got hunted down. There's, there's a huge story behind it. It's awesome. We'll have to cover that in a future episode. Because that sounds really interesting. Look up. Um, they got the winged hussars to help fight them and fight back the Roman Empire. That sounds interesting. I love all that ancient shit right there. The Romans, the Greeks, all that crazy stuff. So where'd the knights go after all these crusades? They went. To, they were the North, the European. Knights of the Round Table. Interesting. Very interesting. Or was it in England? Or was it in... It's that story of brotherly uniting for a cause. Very interesting. So we would love to hear from you. We're going to keep this one relatively short. We hope you uh, enjoyed it. Hope it was interesting. I know some of that stuff. Uh, seeing the reaction on Ryan's face was just totally worth it. Ew. But yeah, you can look that up yourself. I had to leave the room. He did leave the room. That was hilarious. <laughs> That's my tradition from now on. Every time I get disgusting, I'm just going to up and leave the room and scream from across the room. <laughs> That's when I'm going to start. <laughs> Don't hold me to it. No, I won't. All right, y'all. I look forward to your likes and comments and subscribing. Hell yeah. Share it. Tell your friends. Tell your cat. Maybe your dog, I don't know. So let's start a new weird tradition. Tell your cat and your dog about our podcast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, let see us what your reaction is. See what the rea- I bet you the cat like looks at you, doesn't care, licks its ass. And I bet the dog looks at you, wags its tail, cocks its head, and then wants to go pee. <laughs> hey, whatever, whatever floats your dog's boat. Boats don't float. Wait a minute. What? Whatever boats your float. Whatever boats your float. Y'all have a great one. We'll catch you next time on the on the at the campfire.